0: Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Suzanne Blumson. The chief executive of Swedbank has been fired by the Swedish bank's board, paying the price for a rapidly escalating money laundering scandal. She is the second Nordic bank chief to lose their job over bank laundering scandals. Richard Milnes tells the FT's financial editor, Patrick Jenkins, what we know so far.
1: Richard, I gather you're just out of the Swedbank AGM. And if we can hear any background noises, it's the stage being taken down. It's a neat metaphor for some of the rather dramatic news that was revealed earlier today.
0: Yeah, it's been two days of immense drama at Swedbank. Yesterday was kind of surreal. It was just one new allegation after new allegation The bank was raided by police. The prosecutors in Sweden upgraded their investigation from just looking at whether Swedbank broke insider information rules to whether they'd committed aggravated fraud, which is, you know, an extraordinary probe. And finally, we revealed that US regulators are probing Swedbank over the money laundering allegations. And so therefore this morning, just minutes before the AGM, it was kind of no surprise that Swedbank's board decided to fire its chief executive. Birgitta Bonneson, the former chief executive now, used to be head of Swedbank in the Baltics, which is where most of these allegations of money laundering come from. And really, she just paid the price for what's now turning into a hugely damaging scandal for Swedbank.
1: And you've been reporting also on the government reaction to this, which is pretty extraordinarily harsh as well
0: yes. I mean, I think it's fair to say that really, Sweden's reputation is on the line here, just as Denmark's reputation was on the line. I mean, these are countries that pride themselves on extremely low levels of corruption inside their borders, that also pride themselves on very high level of trust between individuals, between individuals and government, but also between individuals and companies. And the problem with the Swedbank scandal, as with the Danske Bank scandal beforehand, is it puts all of that at risk. And so I think ministers in both countries are extremely worried about this trust dimension, that if it erodes people's trust in society, not just in the specific bank in question, it's very dangerous. And I think what you see from the government in the past few days here in Stockholm is that basically Swedbank is turning into something of a case study in how not to handle a money laundering scandal.
1: So Richard, I know there are legal limitations on exactly what we can say here, but what is Swedbank accused of doing?
0: Yeah. So at its basic level, what has come out in an investigation by Swedish public TV, SVT, is that internal documents from Swedbank suggest that what they called the high-risk non-resident portfolio, so this is risky customers from Russia and other ex-Soviet countries, that 135 billion euros was moved through Swedbank in Estonia. Now it's the market leader in Estonia, but it's also the market leader in Latvia and Lithuania. So we're talking about dozens of billions of euros of questionable money flows. US regulators have asked it, what are its connections to do with a number of known money laundering schemes, such as the Russian laundromat, the Panama Papers on offshore companies, and Danske Bank and some failed banks, such as Latvia's ABLV and Yukio in Lithuania. So we're still in the early stages of really building up a picture of exactly what's gone on. But it's fair to say Swedbank is facing allegations from sort of all sorts of corners.
1: Remind us of the background to this, because as you say, the Danske Bank money laundering scandal blew up several months ago now and dates back many years, of course. How is what happened there linked to the Swedbank revelations?
0: Well, it is definitely linked. They both were Nordic banks that went into the Baltics in the early 2000s, late 1990s. You know, this was the new land of growth and opportunity. And they were extremely hard hit in the financial crisis. The Baltic economies, you know, were totally decimated. And so in the recovery, Some of these banks started making pretty good money. Danske made just sort of extraordinary returns in Estonia, and Swedbank did well. It's the largest bank in the Baltics. And suddenly the head of Danske in the Baltics and the head of Swedbank in the Baltics both become chief executive of the banks altogether. And then they're hit by these allegations, which is basically that Russian oligarchs and criminals and people from other ex-Soviet countries have used these banks and others to move hundreds of billions of dollars of money through the financial system and into the Western financial system and out. Well, nobody really knows where the money's gone.
1: It sounds very much as if tempers are running high in the background there, Richard. Executives perhaps blaming each other for for everything going wrong. But just a final word on where you think this is going next for Swedbank or indeed for any other banks in the region.
0: Well, we've kind of seen this movie before with Danske. I think it sets the pattern for this, which is really, that you need a change of leadership at the top. And as Danske found out, a change of chief executive isn't sufficient, really, you need an outsider to come in at the head of the board. So I think Swedbank's board is facing enormous questions, enormous pressure, there's widespread dissatisfaction with how they've handled this with how they've communicated about it. And then beyond that, Really, what you're looking at is investigatory work from US regulators, which can obviously impose very heavy fines and also counterparts in Sweden, Estonia, Denmark, Latvia, which would take years to go through everything. So, you know, this is a problem that's going to stay with these banks for a very long time.
1: And finally, other banks getting drawn into this as well, do you think?
0: Well, today you're seeing some signs of that. As we speak, both SEB and Handelsbanken, which are the two other big Swedish banks, are down 7% each. Handelsbanken is unusual because it's the only one of really the big Nordic banks full stock not to have gone into the Baltics it chose the UK instead. But regulators in the various Baltic and Nordic countries have criticised really all the banks for their controls at one time or another. So it seems, you know, that after the financial crisis, being a Nordic bank was seen as a very positive thing. Right now, with all these money laundering allegations, being a Nordic bank is a bit of a liability.
1: We'll keep watching. Richard, thanks so much for joining us.
0: That was Patrick Jenkins talking to Richard Mill in Stockholm. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, you can find our latest subscription offers at ft.com offer.